So, and then also just, you know, uh, putting it out there as well, because I realized that not everyone has a clickable link depending on the platform they're list that they're listening on. So Mm -hmm. just wanted to put that in there. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of the Egg Sausage Podcast. I am Gigi Naviar, joined by my lovely co-host over there, the Dapper Dame. And tonight, we are chatting about uh, photography in general, but uh, things that have stemmed from that, things that got us into it. Um, so we're kind of mm-hmm. going to go in like different places. It should be, it should be fun. But uh, before we dive into tonight's episode, we would like to thank our latest patron, Donovan M. And if you would like to support future episodes of the Egg Sausage Podcast, don't forget to go to patreon.com slash egg sausage podcast. We'd really appreciate it. There's uh, as little as a uh, dollar and as much as 10, however much you would uh, like to support us. We'd really, really appreciate it. We do. Uh, we do. Thank you guys. The uh, the patrons that have uh, subscribed so far. So. Yeah, much appreciated. Absolutely. Absolutely. So where do we where do we even begin talking about uh, photography journeys for either of us? I guess that's one topic that we actually have never talked about off of off stream or in person or anything like that. Right. The only thing I know is that when I followed you on Instagram, your Instagram consisted of like one like style of photo. And you Mm. said it was called Herb X, right? Well, I don't know if you'd call that a style, but that's the hobby that ended up stemming from photography. To like get the shot, you had to like be in these places. Yeah, yeah. The urban exploration is the act of being in these abandoned spots. And that so I guess I could start by uh, telling you guys uh, how that actually came to be even a thing for me. So at one point I had basically become heavy, heavy, like into the style of graffiti and street art, like really started gravitating towards that art form and that medium. Did you have a tag? I did not. I did not. I No, I just I never actually took the time to learn like can control and all of that stuff. So like I could, I could never. Yeah. I I would never want to put like a half-ass tag out there, honestly. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, (laughs) I guess everybody starts somewhere, but it just never occurred to me to be like, it wasn't my calling, I guess. I just really appreciated the, length at what artists were going through to get pieces put on certain places so that i've seen like pieces in like like on the side of a bridge over a freeway there's no guardrail there's no like reason a human should be up there yeah but there's still like a complete huge piece of art and i'm like how yeah how do you do that it's so insane. Like I highly recommend watching Exit Through the Gift Shop. If it, uh, that documentary, it's not even really a documentary. It's kind of like, it's 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 weird. Just watch it. You'll you'll understand. I'm sure you guys know who Banksy is. He's probably the most prolific street artist out there. But uh, that's his little film about another guy who was documenting other street artists. It sounds complicated. Just watch it. It's really great. I believe it's on Amazon Prime 
or it was at one point in time. So check it out. You can just Google it and like multiple platforms will pop up with whatever it's on. Possibly, possibly. Yes. As for Banksy, though, I think that was like the first person I like knew their name who did these pieces. Mm. Like most of the time, like I, I had no idea who did it. It was just up there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and because of his um, sort of mystique around surrounding him, it, you know, he he is known. He has had like multiple pieces sell for millions of dollars, which is crazy because it's not even yeah. him selling them. It's actually like art houses that are paying for these pieces to like being take down brick by brick or however, you know, and it's it's madness. That, and, and I could go on and talk about you know, graffiti a whole ton more. Maybe we'll do that as like a bonus podcast sometime. <laughs> I'll, we'll just do like a whole. I don't know much about it. Maybe I'll find somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, cool. I'll find somebody for one episode. We'll do that as like a bonus for uh, for the Patreons or something like that. But moving on. So I, I fell in love with that and I was posting on social media, mainly Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. these different tags and stuff that I liked. And my buddy Harry comes out of left field and messages me on on Facebook. And I had no idea that he was even into this hobby at all. We had met through a mutual uh, love for music. So, we, you know, we like okay. the same music and stuff. We went to a couple shows together, you know, yada, yada, yada. But uh, he was like, hey, you should look into urban exploration if you want to look at more tags and stuff. Because you're going to find way more than you would just like. You know, if you're on a train car or something like you were talking about, you know, like when you're driving or you're on a train or whatever, like mode of public transportation that you're on and you see like pieces here and there. There's been some crazy, crazy pieces I've seen in like total abandonment, like no one except for other artists that are going to tag or people that are urban exploring are going to see these pieces. It's nuts. It really is nuts. But I guess it gives them them. I guess the the um, secludedness gives them time to really get a good piece out, if that makes sense. So it does. Sorry for the question mark on my face. It, sh- it, it shows that your <laughs> audio is like not on my. Oh, end. oh, that's not good. Yeah. Okay. But, well, you know, we'll just we'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Well, let me know if we need to stop. We'll edit something out if need be. But uh, so I was I like I was just floored. I was I, I didn't know what urban exploration was. I am, you know, had never even heard of people going into abandoned buildings, period, as like a hobby. Uh, never just never thought of it that way. And Harry sent me a link to a local urbex forum and, you know, super basic forum, nothing special, you know, just a bunch of uh, humans on there that like to do urban exploration in rural parts and in urban parts. So you have some people that call it Rurex, Urbex, Rurex, however it may be. I've never heard the other one, but it sounds hilarious. I mean, I don't know if that is like an official term. I definitely picked it up myself. I was like, I kept getting tired of saying rural exploration, so I just called it Rurex, but... Regardless, I have been to some rural spots that have been pretty neat, but uh, no tags out there. You don't, you don't, you just don't find tags out in these rural uh, areas. So I ended up 
finding a couple spots by myself. Like it was almost like deciphering a puzzle sometimes because I would, you'd see posts from forum members and they'd be a bunch of cool photos of whatever location, but in true Urbex fashion, the vast majority of posts did not say where the location exactly was. So you'd have to do a little investigating and be like, okay, I see this landmark or I know that it's in this general area. So you'd like get on Google satellite and look around and try to find these places. Some were well known just because they're more like landmark buildings in St. Like in St. Louis, um, like St. Mary's infirmary is one that comes to mind that you really can't not notice this crumbling hospital building right off the highway. I mean, a ton of people knew about it. So I'm so um, sorry to stop you, but I have to restart OBS. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Do your thing. We'll be fine. (laughs) As long as we have one recording, we'll be okay. (laughs) I know it's so frustrating when shit like that happens. No, it happens. Well, and this is a, this is a good reason why we do two recordings guys. So if if one of us does happen to go down, it's going to be like hell froze over if we both ever go down at the same time. Oh god. <laughs> like it'll be the literal apocalypse if that actually does happen. I'm going to be like, "All right, I'm ready to bug out with nothing." We need right. to do we need to do an episode on um prepping. <laughs> I like I would love to talk about I would love to have a guest on that is a prepper because I really want to like dig deep into the mind of a prepper because I personally am absolutely not prepared for anything. Not a goddamn thing. So I've never prepped for anything like that. Um, Once in a while when I know there's going to be like a crazy storm coming off the East coast, Mm. I'm like, all right, let's, let's, you know, buy some filtered water or something like that. That makes sense. I'm not like, ooh, I need six days worth of supplies and a go bag and all this other shit, you know? (laughs) I I never thought to do that. It's probably a good idea, but I never thought to do that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to have maybe like a a little stash of dry goods, probably some bottled water. I don't Mm -hmm. even have that. I've got some like instant oatmeal and maybe like a thing of brownies in my pantry and, and like a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> so I definitely have peanut butter. Ooh, crunchy or smooth? Smooth all the way. <gasps> no. You're a crunchy gal? Yes, dude. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to hate on crunchy. I will absolutely 100% accept and enjoy crunchy peanut butter. I just prefer it smooth. I just prefer it smooth. That's so enough. Yeah. I'm not. Like one of the people that's like, oh my God, crunchy peanut butter is disgusting. No. That's what I always hear when I say I like crunchy peanut butter. No, it's, it's, I don't, I think it's a texture thing for most people, but Mm. if I'm in the mood for some crunchy peanut butter, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm down. I'm totally down with like some really good bread. Mm, Yeah. Now I want a peanut butter jelly. (laughs) Yes, I'm 33 years old. (laughs) I've had that, I think, at least twice a week. Hell yeah. Um, for the last couple weeks. So I'm like trying yeah. to save up money. I'm like PB and J's baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Like you get a dollar fifty loaf of bread, you know, you get your big jar of peanut butter and a jar of jelly and you're good <laughs> for like five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you keep like the, the bread and stuff in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
stays good for like ever, ever, never, never. Well, being a bachelor and shopping at Costco, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the on the, one of the podcasts, but You're I basically like a VIP member there. I'm basically a VIP. Yes, that is real shit. <laughs> I actually am. They gave me a VIP membership because I was on track to spend so much money. They were like, "Hey, do you want to upgrade to a VIP for like I think it was like forty bucks or something?" And I was like, "You know what? Why not?" And so I upgraded. And yeah. I was joking, but the fact that there's an actual <laughs> VIP member thing is kind of hilarious. It's not VIP. I think it's called platinum or Ooh. so. Ooh. <laughs> well, you get like you, a little gold star on your little Costco card. Um, I, so I actually need to update my Costco, my Costco card, not update it, but get it replaced because it's literally falling apart as we speak. So I need to do that. Keep forgetting. Um, but they do give you like a nice like fancy black card with like a gold star on there <laughs> when you upgrade nice. to that level. But they also write you a check at the end of the year if you've spent over X amount of dollars. Is it a crazy amount or like reasonable? Um, No, it's reasonable. It's reasonable. So they said I was on pace to get a check back for the amount that I spent to upgrade. So essentially the upgrade is going to be free because with the business coming into play more, I'm mm-hmm. going to be spending way more there anyway. And that was months. Oh, with barbecue. That's right, right. That's right. Right. So months ago, you know, I was just normally spending as I, you know, as just a bachelor. As so being alive does. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. For wanting nourishment and, and uh, my belly full. Yes. Um, but no, so I figure if I'm already going to spend more, I might as well just take the upgrade. And so I did. So hopefully it works out. It, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. But uh, I digress. I, curious, <laughs> I didn't know you were actually a VIP member of Costco. <laughs> I didn't think I would ever, ever be. But uh, here we are. Here do you we get are. like a bigger discount or do you just get like possibly a check in the future? No, it's just the check at the end of the year. So, I mean... Obviously, it the sounds like Costco lottery almost like, will you get it? I don't know. <laughs> well, if like I said, they they flagged me like I was at the register and then like a manager guy came over and he goes, Mr. Morrow, uh, we see That's that you're creepy. Yeah, it was. I thought I was in trouble for something. I was like, oh, shit. Hey, whoa, whoa. I, I don't know what I did, but I didn't do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Jeez, like um, right. I'm like, I didn't steal anything. What the fuck? But uh, <laughs> they came up and they were like, you're on track to get at least a $40 check at the end of the year if you upgrade to our platinum status. And I was like, all right, screw it. Give it to me. And then, yeah. So, I mean, my re- again, my main reasoning was with the whole barbecue thing, I'm going to be I'm going to end up spending a ton more there anyway. So. Have you ever accidentally signed up for a credit card? No. How does that happen? Have you? <laughs> I did that twice. <laughs> what? So I thought, you know, it was kind of like the whole. So I was in high school and I went to like Victoria's Secret because it's like, like forbidden, you know, and yeah. it's like, you're not supposed to go there. And I'm like, I want to look at pretty stuff. So I went in there and I bought something and they're like, yeah, do you want to sign up for our Victoria's Secret card? It's like a one-year thing, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was like, you know, you spend X amount, you get points, you know, coupons. Right. Not- it was a credit card. 
<laughs> I was like, wow, they're asking for my social security. This is weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how much do I make in a year? Like, I've never had a credit card before. So when I signed up for that on accident, automatically got approved because I had no credit history. Yeah. I was like 17. Um, they so yeah. loved, they loved giving you a card at that age. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. I didn't know like what it was really. How much did then, you spend like, on it? It like my limit wasn't even high. I think it was like 200 bucks. Oh, um, but I like spent 200 bucks and then I didn't have a bank account. Um, so I didn't have a way to like pay this bill. <laughs> So I had to mail money orders that I got from like the gas station on the corner, but then they would be there like a week late. So right. it's freaking snail mail. So they would right. just be like, oh, your $30 payment. We'll take that as your late fee. You still owe us the original $30. Damn. So, so by the time they sent me mail back, it was like two payments late because I just kept mailing, you know, this snail mail money order from the right. gas station. Right. That is horrible. That's a racket. <laughs> That is a racket against a 17-year-old, you know, just doesn't know better teenager. 100%. Yeah, but as, like, a retail employee, you get, like, pushed to oh. ask, like, every single customer, do they want to sign up or not? Here's all the benefits. You know, they got, like, a spiel memorized. Yeah, absolutely. I want to know what the kickback is, honestly, on, on people. You know where they're really pushy? Kohl's. Have you oh, ever, with like Kohl's cash? And yeah. They're, they're, mm -hmm. And if you sign up for the card, you save $50 today. I'm like, what? What What the hell? You guys are really trying to push these things. I want to know the interest rate on this Kohl's card because I'm sure it's astronomical. You know? Yeah, I don't know. But I know that like most of their like merchandise and clothes and stuff, like in my experience, will be so fucking marked up that unless you have a Kohl's card, it is not a reasonable purchase. Sure. Or they mark it up so much and everything just so happens to be on sale that it makes you feel like off, but it's still $25. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like it's a, it's such a con. It is such a con, but that also happens online too, all the time. Like major retailers like Amazon included, uh, especially around black Friday, They'll make you, they'll like jack up mm -hmm. prices like a month before Black Friday. And then by the time yeah. Black Friday hits, they'll be like, oh, 50% off. But this is where it is on every, you know, it's that price on at every other retailer. It's, yep. a, it's a whole racket. But I really want to know what kind of kickbacks, though, that those employees are getting mm, off of getting people to I, sign up for cards. I can't imagine it's anything serious. If anything, it's probably just like a shitty work environment. I don't know. It's got to be like, somewhat, it's got to be somewhat enticing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's like benefits if you do good, but I don't think there's like, like demerits if you do bad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Hey, Susan, you're not selling enough cards this week. Let's, let's get it. <laughs> let's get it going, wow. Susan. It's always like, I, I was going to say, it's always like middle-aged ladies working the cash register at Kohl's too. Like they're, they're just. It's just like a chill job for them. They're just like, oh yeah, you know, I get a, I get my employee discount uh, for me and my kids, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell like which family members work in like which retail stores because like all their gifts are from there. Right. I never, I never thought about that. That's yeah. Thank you to my sister for 
for never getting me anything from QT. She works at QT. <laughs> what is QT? Oh, you know. Oh, okay. I I keep forgetting that QT is mainly a Midwest thing. Uh, it's a chain of gas stations. Big oh, chain. I don't of have gas. them in Michigan. At least not that I saw. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Where the hell do they stop then? I know they have them in Illinois. I guess maybe they don't go. Yeah, I guess they don't go north from Illinois. Anyway. But yeah, thanks to my <laughs> sister for not getting me gifts from a gas station, uh, you know. <laughs> like little shot glasses with your name misspelled or something. They don't actually have those at QTs, at least the QTs that are like local. They might have one at like a big truck stop QT, but uh, but I actually would enjoy that as for like a laugh because my mom and dad are notorious for getting me shot glasses when they go traveling. I don't. I think it was because they used to like get me T-shirts when I was younger, and of course, mm. me being a little shithead, you know, teenager, I'd be like, "This shirt's whack," and then like throw it in the corner of my room. Whack. Interesting. <laughs> Super whack. You know, it was uh, it, it was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> but so I guess they 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 finally transitioned into getting me shot glasses instead. So I I literally have a shot glass collection that I don't know what to do with. Uh, Display it, I guess. I I, I only have, I think, three shot glasses, but they all like serve a purpose. Adrian, if I was in college still, I would 100% display my shot glasses. But... (laughs) oh yeah i mean i guess you're not trying to give off like frat dude vibes yeah definitely not trying to give off frat vibes (laughs) i don't know what you do with them then uh yeah i don't know but i purposely only brought one from my old house in the move i should probably have a couple more just for special occasions you know keep them in the cupboard um yeah but uh, yeah, I only brought one from my old house, and I'm sure, I'm sure my mom, my mom especially, would be a little upset if she found all those shot glasses and I didn't take them. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Probably because it sounds like it's like years worth of like them giving them to you. One hundred percent. Well, I guess it's better than t-shirts because like t-shirts, you know, like it always says like my parents left me, but they brought me back this t-shirt florida something you know yeah yeah. (laughs) we had a good time without you thanks atlanta georgia you know (laughs) yeah or just like really cheesy graphics with the city you know just super iron on stuff you ever see those ones oh yeah take like a hane shirt and like iron on i heart new york (laughs) yeah and then they sell it for like 15 bucks Total racket. Mm-hmm. That's a racket too. <laughs> More rackets. You tell them. Tell them More, to get off your lawn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All this racketeering going on around here. I can't have it at my old age. <laughs> Maybe you could take some like dope photos of the shot glasses and then get rid of the shot glasses. Ooh. Okay. I like where your head is at with that. Because really tasteful bar pictures look nice. I think a so. of dusty shot glasses, not as much. Yeah. Maybe like in a nice like wooden frame that's like stained nice, you know, that I, that could work. That could work. But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those like as I try to practice some minimalism that the, having just a, a tub of shot glasses is way off my radar. You know, 
that is like clutter 101. <laughs> it's it's just it's stuff. It's stuff you you don't use or or need or even bought for yourself. And all, you're like, "Oh, you know what I want? All 50 states." All of the above. I yeah. I actually I uh I'm on the minimalism subreddit and a lot of the time it's posts from people going, you know, my my relatives, my parents, whoever they're like, how do I tell them I don't want gifts for my birthday? I don't want gifts for Christmas. That's hard. Or 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 certain gifts that are not useful, whatever it may be, you know, because they're on their path to minimalism and they're just like, get. they keep getting stuff from people that like don't understand what minimalism is about. <laughs> There's so many like occasions every year that are mm. just like to give each other stuff. Yeah. That's what it is. Like your birthday, you get stuff. That's just that's your birthday. Yeah. Christmas, you get you get more stuff. A lot of materialism. <laughs> I have so many fucking pillows from Christmas. We don't even know what to do with them. Oh no. That's I started buying like those like pillow covers and then mm. I would take old pillows and fold them in half and just jam them in there, you know? Okay. So you put like two pillows to one thing? Or no? No, just like one regular size, like on your bed pillow. I would fold that in half and make it a square. Oh, okay. And put that in a case. Yeah. That's a good idea because what do you do like typically with like an old bed pillow? I just like throw mine in the closet. I'm like, this isn't good anymore. This is hurting my neck. That's a great. See, we're learning today. (laughs) I hope this podcast. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a given. I think I I would hope so, guys. I would hope so. But uh, look at y'all learning from the egg sausage podcast. Y'all are welcome. (laughs) Oh, there was something I wanted to talk about with um, this whole like photography and getting the shot. Yeah, let's 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 bring this trolley back on track. So there's this show on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. If y'all haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's Tales by Light. And it's the the people who, like, they go from a lot of different, like, episodes, which have, um, like, themes. Like, one was um, for UNICEF, which um, kind of discourages and, you know, shows, like, these ads of things of, like, child labor in, like, third world countries, like, the conditions that these people are in. And, like, everything's very solvable in the modern world but some places like their just population just exploded out of nowhere and you know wherever they were just couldn't keep up so it's things like that there's multiple different topics multiple different like photographers or filmmakers or whatever and it just shows like the things that they go through like to get this shot like the emotional experiences the being out in the sun for hours and days and it's just, it's awesome. It's really enlightening if you like things like planet Earth or just visually satisfying things. Like these are the links that like people go to, to provide those. That is super cool. I'm 100% going to check that out um, because I have thought about that. Nobody really does think about the, I, I don't, I mean, I guess you can call it art behind like videographers you know getting that really difficult shot in a remote place or or just whatever they have to endure to to get that i i I mean i guess there can be an argument that like 
that itself is not an art. Like what they endure is not an art, but I think it is a, it's, it's a byproduct of the art, right? So it's hard. I think if anything, it's like you show your passion for what you're creating. It's Mm. obviously something on the creative, like scale spectrum, whatever, because you are getting like a film out of it. You are getting, you know, like beautiful pictures out of it. Um, so I would consider, yeah, the product of it to be art and then just like what gets you there to just be like your drive and passion, I guess. Sure, sure. And again, I don't think that people understand the level of passion that you have to have in some of these situations. Yeah, dude, if I like get my socks wet, I'm like, fuck today. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like just for an example off the top of my head that just something I would think about is the people like the cast and crew for guys that go abroad, um, specifically like um, Anthony Bourdain, like some of the countries that they went to, you know, Anthony was like uh, kind of going against the grain of some of the handlers that they had. And being like, look, like, I appreciate the advice that you're telling us to not do said thing. But mm-hmm. but Tony would be like, no, we're doing it like I this we, we should do this. And like as the as the crew for him, you don't really have a say like you're like, well, shit. I mean, we're contractually obligated to film whatever whatever Anthony does. So. Mm-hmm. Even though the handler is telling us to not do this, it is very dangerous for Americans to be doing this or wh- whatever it may be, whatever the the uh, situation may be. But like, yeah, Who's a handler. Um, so like, whenever you go into a country to film a TV show or whatever like bigger project that is well funded, they will hire people in the country to in to basically receive you as you get off the airplane or boat or whatever, however you're traveling and basically guide you out of harm's way. If you are in a potentially hostile country, that's yeah, that's their sole job is to basically make sure you don't die. (laughs) Um, I mean, if you go to a place that is so unlike where you're from, that's a really good idea because sometimes the culture shock and just like the differences that you experience can just like leave you kind of like, oh my God, what do I do? I'm doing sure. everything wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like even in a less hostile environment, I think it would be cool just as a layman to have a a handler, right? Like just a point of contact that, you know, new English and I could just like bounce things off of them, you know? <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. You know, but I guess that's what the internet's for. Like, uh, you can, can you can connect with people all over the world before you actually go there. So that's that's nice, I guess. Or, you know, you can ask other people advice before you go to said place and they can kind of guide you. But, yeah, having somebody there, you know, is 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 a, is a really good idea. Like, I don't I don't know how I would feel if I went to a foreign country by myself and knew nobody there. I think I would feel a little overwhelmed. Like didn't know the language, didn't know very much about the culture. 
Oh, I've done that, but I haven't gone totally alone. I've always brought like one buddy with me because I'm a true believer in the buddy system. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially like if you're younger, you know, and you're traveling because you were younger, right? Whenever Mm -hmm. you did extensive traveling. When I moved over to Germany, I was 19 and then I lived there until I was 21. So, yeah, I lived there for a while, and then every stinking opportunity I got, I went somewhere. But I always took somebody. Like, even um, people don't realize how small Europe is, but I think, what is it, like, all of Europe can fit, like, in Texas or something like that? Like, it's not that big. It's something like that. <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah. Um, if not, there's, like, multiple Europes that just, like, fit, like, in America. Yeah. Um, but you can just take, like, a train or drive or whatever, just, like, a couple hours, and you're in, like, a whole other country. With a whole possibly different situation, right? Like there could be more hostility, you know, in that country towards Americans or just Westerners, period. Uh, You Mm -hmm. never know. You do get that in certain areas, like in a lot of the bigger cities um, that are near like American military bases. Mm. If you have an American ID or military ID, they do not let you in to certain places really um yeah because like so many americans have just like made just like a fool of themselves or you know whatever um especially being by a base you know dudes they're out there they're they just go get smashed and then cause yeah a it's just it's not something you do in most parts especially in germany mm. um like if this is just dinner you don't black out like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wait, you don't do that in Germany? <laughs> no, we there are events for that. But if you're just going to like a nice, you know, like club or bar or whatever, you don't like you just don't do that. And so many people have done that that they were just like, all right, no Americans. Yeah, well, I think you just don't do that period no matter where you're at, but I can totally understand where those troops are probably coming from. They're like, we're in this foreign country. Quite frankly, we don't care. Uh, you we know, the weekend off. Yeah, we I mean, yeah, just... we're we're away from um, whatever their MOC is, you know, and, and yeah. So I'm I'm sure they're they're ready to let loose. Uh, I would be too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of those dudes, you know, they're just like working all the time and like getting all this money, and then like they finally have a weekend, and they're like, yep. Woo! yeah, that's like a lot of like the naval guys when they finally go to port. They just go crazy. They've been on a submarine or a ship, you know, for that would probably feels so weird. The transition. Oh my gosh. Totally. Total. I want to know what it's like to be on a submarine for like a month. I don't know. No, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, I've been playing subnautica. I played that for like eight or nine hours yesterday. Like I have a thorough deep addiction to it now. Mm. Um, and I finally built this. It's called like a Seamoth. And it's basically like a tiny little submarine. Oh, cool. Um, so I don't need to like have to like uh, watch my oxygen or anything like that. I just have to watch like my depth, you know, because like right. the sea will crush you. Right. Um, which astounds me. Like, how can the sea just crush you? Well, pressure. Um, <laughs> I know. But like, you don't think about it when it's like, oh, it's all blue. It's all blue. <laughs> And you look down into this little cave and you go down there and something moves. And you're like, oh, my God. So, yeah, if I was in a submarine and you can't even see what's around you, but you know you're underwater. 
No, I think I would just start hyperventilating. Well, <laughs> I mean, you to be fair, I mean, you're on a very heavily armed submarine. So at very least, you know, you could fire a torpedo at the giant under, you know, in cave monster that you think that you think is under there. <laughs> oh man, that's what Subnautica's missing. Heavy, heavy um artillery, artillery. <laughs> and you know give me give me like a nuke you know just <laughs> i just want one of those just in case i'm never never gonna use it but just in case you did look like you were rather enjoying yourself uh on that game so if you guys do have a, a opportunity to check out adrian's live stream go check it out oh, with her man. playing subnautica the second one is gonna come out it's, it says oh. like early 2020 so Sweet. i'm playing this one now yeah, so I'm so excited. This is going to be a great year for games. What what's like uh what what are some cooler features that they're going to have in the second one, do you know? So, I know that it's like a different biome and by that I mean like right now I'm kind of in like tropical seas. I don't have to worry about temperature or anything. Right. The next one is like Antarctica. Oh, cool. Yeah, so cool. like all the creatures are different. Everything's like frozen. You can't freeze, you know, you got to like watch out for that. It's totally different. That's going to be sick. That's going to be sick. Huh. Very I'm cool. Excited. Very cool. I don't think it's going to be that good of a year for games for, for me personally, because there's not going to be a good MMORPG that comes out. Please, if, if, if some video game makers are listening to this podcast, please just release a good MMORPG this year and I'll leave you alone. It's, no, it's only January. There's hope. There at least the projection of hope is not really there because most MMOs are projected like a year out or more. Mm, that's true. So <laughs> maybe I don't if you know. hear about it in the next like month or so, it'll be like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I listen, I would love to take off like two weeks during Christmas time and just sink my teeth into a new MMO. Ignore your family. Yep. Ignore Christmas. everyone <laughs> and just stream for two weeks straight. Oh, man. That's when you start getting like snacks stuck in your hair and your beard. Yeah. You haven't changed your socks in a couple days. Yeah. There's just a box of like Uber Eats bags, like, you know, just. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It all kind of smells like fryer grease. Yeah. I haven't had that happen in so long, but I used to be so absorbed into games back when, you Man. know, wasn't employed or something. Yeah, sure. Like I can remember times where, I mean, if I was, if I had been older and maybe didn't live with my parents, I would definitely be like surrounded by pizza boxes and soda cans. And because, you know, I mean, of course I would have like, you know, marathons of gaming when I was younger, yeah. but my mom oh, yeah. would be there to be like, clean up your shit, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I remember my parents left for like four days to go to Sweden. Oh, that's prime. And, um, I was just like whole house to myself. I'm not throwing a party. I don't want to see a, a single other person. I just want to play games. Yeah. Um, and that's all I did for like four days. And then they sent me like a text. They're like on our way back from the airport. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I just tried to like make like just a path on the floor between like all of like my chaos, just like my clothes <laughs> and my food and just everything. Pizza boxes. Who knows? <laughs> and they came home 
and there was like a package on the step and they brought it in and set it in my room and my dad just closed the door he's like what happened in there (laughs) you don't understand dad it was dlc you don't understand (laughs) he's like it looks like a homeless person moved in here well okay fine that's fair i haven't bathed or ate properly in a long time (laughs) i'm not gonna lie like i i miss i miss that i miss that i guess extra life in some way gives me some of that feeling you know but like just like a taste of it it's a taste for sure because even though it is 24 hours it you don't have like that succession of days you know it's like it's like mm-hmm. when you're when you first turn 21 and you're legally allowed to drink and you just like go on a weekend bender with your buddies, you know, starting like a Friday, but it's a it's a bender of video games <laughs> instead. <laughs> that would be cool just like have a couple friends over, Ooh. you know, get, get all the snacks and y'all just play like Mario Party and Smash and all kinds of shit for like a weekend. I don't know. I don't know if I could do a full weekend with my friends like that because I think we would end up getting grouchy at some point at each other. Mm-hmm. But I'm down to give that a shot. <laughs> I, I bet guess if everyone like ate semi decently and like maybe took showers, like the morale would be better. Yeah, you would have to take showers and you would have to like try to limit the level of alcohol consumption, which would be really hard. <laughs> Yeah, usually you just end up feeling like shit every morning of that weekend. Exactly. And then you just kind of just bury it in this little jar and we don't talk about it until Monday. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you just throw more fuel on the fire and just continue continue yeah. the bender of, of alcohol and, and video games combined. Oh, dude, I used to have such an addiction to Red Bull. Now I'll have one like once in a while. But, ooh, oh, man, there was at one point where me and my roommate got so addicted together that we would buy them, not by, like, the little cases of, like, four or six, but, like, the cases that they stock the shelf with. Yeah. That's what we would buy. (laughs) For, like, a weekend? Well, just to have at all times. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, we would drink one, like, when we got up, and then we'd drink one, like, on the way to Sometimes one at work. Like, I wasn't a coffee drinker. I was a Red Bull drinker. Jeez. I'm shocked I didn't have like a kidney stone or like a pupil explode or a heart palpitation. (laughs) Something because that is a lot. I mean, I think even having two in one day is kind of like around the max, right? What's what's the max daily intake for caffeine? Like 80 80 milligrams or something? And like it's like Um, I feel like it has to have changed since like energy drinks became so commonplace. I feel like our tolerance for it is higher because there's very few people that I know that don't consume any kind of caffeine. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like I, most people I know at least drink like soda. Yeah. I'm I'm actually a big fan of drinking ice fucking cold water in the morning. That's my that's my coffee. Yeah. Just a shock to your system. Yeah, just I just Take a nice big gulp or two, and you're like, "Holy like fuck, I'm, I'm awake now." Okay, well let's 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 just reel that back a little bit. But you know, maybe if I was hungover and like needed to pay attention, I would do that. <laughs> but Fair yeah, enough. I mean, I I I load up my uh my my Yeti 
uh, little tumbler thing and uh, off off to work I go. And I actually won't sip on it until like I get the day going, like get the morning going a little bit. And uh, I'll get in my car and I'll take a, a couple big swigs and I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready That's to face so the day. That's so bizarre to me. That's so bizarre. One, I hate cold water. Oh, I hate it so much. Delicious. No, I like just like a solid room temperature water. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> what is wrong with you? The cold. You ever like bite a popsicle like head on? That's what drinking cold water feels like to me. I know what that feels like and they are different feelings. I don't know if you're doing it wrong, but you might be. I'm just drinking with my teeth closed. Because honestly, going like taking a big old chomp out of a out of a uh, popsicle straight out of the freezer, that's you, that that'll that'll put some hair on your chest. Okay, it hurt. <laughs> I feel like your teeth get frostbite. Yeah, your whole fr- your whole like entire head gets frostbite essentially. <laughs> true. It really true, does. True, true. <laughs> yeah, room temperature water all the way. Well, I know one thing. I haven't taken any photographs of any water or anything like that but but (laughs) i was probably have you probably have actually no you know what i did see something cool where a person just filled their sink in their bathroom with the stopper of water and then they took food dyes and dropped food dyes in there and took like macro shots of Mm. the dye in the water I was like, that's, that's really like, that's a, that's some ingenuity right there. You know, just for like people do that in like, like fish tanks and stuff. Oh, that's even better of an idea because then you can get like the full, the side shot. Yeah. The full side shot. See, we're we're okay. All right. I kind of dissed taking pictures of water and now I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't dye my sink to get the shot because I feel like once you like pull the plug, you're going to have like a purple sink or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd probably happen with my luck. (laughs) My sinks are like shit plastic. So it would definitely. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. You'd have to like check on the the material for sure. (laughs) Do you ever see those cameras though that take like like hundreds and thousands of pictures like within a few seconds to get those like slow motion shots. Yeah, isn't that like um what those guys use at like sporting events and stuff? It, that would be like a full um, frame camera, like that, right? Yeah. What w- like a full I frame? I don't know the terminology. I, I just know that there's different cameras that take like different speeds. Right, right. And then the lenses are also insane. Like the lenses are probably more than the camera body itself. <laughs> <laughs> Almost always, it seems, because I've looked at like a like a better camera, and they're like, yeah, better camera, like two hundred bucks, and I'm like, oh, that's like reasonable, just two hundred yeah. bucks. That's all I need. They're like, no, 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 and and a three hundred dollar lens. And I'm like, yeah, oh, what? It's a five hundred. It's a five hundred dollar bill to get into like something super entry level, like with a DS DSLR. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so crazy. I in all my explorations though, go, touching back on that. Um, I end up using a Samsung S3 and a Samsung S5. So this is how long ago yeah. this was. I've only ever used my phone. I've never had a camera. But honestly, the spray and pray, like you take enough photos of enough cool shit, you're going to eventually, <laughs> you know, come up with something pretty decent. I'm not going to say that any of the photos that I've posted on my Instagram are amazing by any means. But it was a very humbling experience when I had 
my friends Jess and Joe, bless their hearts, they were like, hey, man, we're, uh, we're like, trying to put some art up in our house. They had, like, gotten together and, like, finally moved in with each other, like, months prior. Cute. They're like, we want to put up some art, and we really like what we've seen, you know, what you've posted on Instagram. Can you blow blow up a couple and we'll pay you for them i'm like excuse me what that's awesome you you're gonna put cold hard cash in my hand for stuff that i took pictures of in an abandoned building on a samsung s3 yeah 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 yeah, we are i was like oh my god (laughs) totally blessed right now like it was amazing so thanks and big shout out to them for they were really the only people that i've ever asked but I guess two people are better than than none. <laughs> Have you ever blown up any of like your own photos and put them up? If you like that kind of like aesthetic, I mean, you've documented it. Well, I know we've talked about this off podcast, but <laughs> I mean, we are like our own, like, you know, we, we, we are the most judgmental of our own work, especially when it comes to art. Um, so <laughs> anybody that's watched the live stream or has watched the video, that we have when we do our YouTube uh, episodes, there's no art behind me except for one little little uh, uh, cube from Hearthstone. But, but that's also because like I don't think that my own art is good enough for a frame. When I had my art up at my old house, it was like mm-hmm. on a cork board. I'm pretty sure you saw it, right? I remember? Yeah. 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 So I like I had it on a cork board with like a little thumbtack. I don't know if I'll ever think my own art is good enough for a frame. It's a little pompous, a little bit, maybe. Let me small, small type bit. <laughs> mm, I mean, I think most, I would say like a good 80, 90% of like the art in like my whole house I've made. Now you make me feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Maybe I am a pompous ass. Who knows? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, come to my house. It's my gallery. Yeah, right, right. Start putting price tags I, yeah, on things when people come I, I, over. Yeah, I charge $5 for entry, by the way, as well. That'd be funny. I'll just like hire like my neighbor to stand out front and collect cover. <laughs> yes. He's a huge dude. I mean, <laughs> you can't say no to $5 to him. <laughs> but no, I, I, I like having up my my pieces because it's stuff that I like, you know, sometimes when you're yeah. like shopping for art, you're like, it's almost right, but there's something a little wrong. Maybe you don't like that. It's in color. Maybe you want it a different color. Maybe the, the angle is wrong, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of nice when you make your own stuff and you make it to your taste. I get that. I get that. And that is, that is probably why I should hang my own art because these bare walls are getting a little annoying. I really do need to put up some art, but I also think it would be cool to find somebody else that has some Urbex and Rurex prints and we could do like a little trade. So if anybody's listening that does have some prints that they would maybe like to trade over the mail or even in person, if you live in St. Louis, Let's link print up for print. print for print and <laughs> we'll both enjoy each other's art and it'll be cool. Um, hopefully at some point, I don't know if you'll have anything um, like in a collection on like imager, but I will, uh, I'll put up an imager of a couple photos from my Instagram. Is that how you say that website? I've never heard it said out loud before. Yeah. Imager. I M G U R. I've always said Imger in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Imger. Now I, I know up. that's incorrect. <laughs> I could see I could see how you could mess it up. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you trouble on that. 
But uh, I'll throw an imager link in the uh, in the notes uh, below on whatever platform that you're watching um, on, and you can peruse and uh, and see a couple photos from an abandoned place or a couple abandoned places that uh, I'm talking about. And if Adrian wants to uh, post one as well, we'll have that there. So my entire Instagram is plants and my cat. That's, that's the whole thing so basically go follow adrian on instagram <laughs> oh dude i got this new flower in at work today it's called the liatrice and i ordered it because it sounded like a pokemon um and that's then an it amazing showed up and it looks like a fucking alien plant it, hell yeah um, it looks like you ever see like a cattail um that grows like by a swamp and it has yeah. like just a reed and then there's like that brown yeah like thick thing on there. i know exactly what you're talking about it kind of looks like that, but if you put like purple fluff balls all over it. Okay. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> and they're like perfectly spaced and they're perf- purple and they have like little like pom-pom things come out of them almost. Like they look kind of fluffy. Huh. It looks wild, but I love it. Okay. Well, I'm intrigued for sure. And I, <laughs> I encourage all of you to go follow uh, Adrian on Instagram. I will post the link below as well. If you uh, would like to see the crazy alien plants, because <laughs> I know I do. Always. <laughs> I know I do. So when's the last time you went on like an urban exploring like photography session? Has it been? A it's been so long. It has been so, so long. I actually um, one of the places that I really loved was um, an abandoned um, candy factory. And, Interesting. and creepy. Uh, kinda, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's literally right down the street from my house. I mean, not even a oh mile, not even like a mile and a half away, less than a mile and a half away. But U-Haul bought it and turned it into a bunch of storage. So, mm, but it it honestly was. I would I would go as far to say to call it a mecca for St. Louis. Uh graffiti artist because it was multiple levels of -hmm. just you know perfectly open canvas and i've never seen a place and granted you know in the hierarchy of urban explorers i mean like i would say that i barely scratched the surface because i only did it in st louis i only i've only explored outside of st louis one time and that was in chicago Mm -hmm. um so i haven't seen a ton by any means but it was by far the most tagged spot that I've ever seen. And I've seen some tagged up spots. <laughs> um, it was a really, really interesting place. Really interesting place. Um, what was like the most tagged place you ever saw? Was it the Candy Factory? Yeah, 100% the Candy Factory. Also, a little cool note about that place is on one of the levels, we found uh, little placards for like um, EDM shows. So at some point they had a pop-up rave inside of that uh, inside of that factory. How could you not? How could you not? I mean, if I was in the EDM scene and I knew of that location, mm-hmm. I would 100% coordinate a fucking pop-up rave in that in that place. You probably had to like know somebody who knew somebody and there was like one Twitter post that got deleted like 100%. Right after. 100%. Yeah. Like I I love little like underground stuff like that, so I'm like super intrigued. 
um, a, like even just with the underground EDM scene, but mm-hmm. uh, well, just underground scenes, period. But it was, yeah, it was so cool to find that because and they were like, there were multiple of them like littered about and it, it only made sense that that's what transpired there. So really fucking cool building, really, really cool building. I think the most graffitied place that I ever saw, and I took so many photos of this place sure. because um, it was in Bavaria, oh. which is like Southern Germany. Yeah. And there was this, um, like, what do you call it? Like a half a cathedral type thing. There's so many castles and stuff in Europe. And they're like, sure. oh my gosh, go see this one and this one and this one. But the walk to this place um you'd walk like over this little bridge and then you have to walk down and go through like this tunnel but it's still a sidewalk then you'd come back out on like the other side so you'd walk like under like a little river and it was wild that's badass because <laughs> you could hear it while you were in there oh shit um, so like the entrance to the tunnel would have paintings and stuff all over it once you're in there there's paintings everywhere and then same on the opposite side. And these little tunnels were all over this place because there were so many little rivers and there were so many little pathways like that. Sure. But everything was just painted. Literally huh. everything. Is the style different than American graffiti over there? Mm, it was different between like each piece I saw. So I, mm. the only thing I didn't see was what I saw like in Detroit when I was growing up a lot, which is those big classic graffiti like bubble letters. Almost. Oh, yeah. There's some that are like bubbly. There's some that have like sharp edges and you like can't always tell what that letter is. Sure. Um, You didn't see any of that. You really didn't okay. see writing. You just saw like murals and pictures. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't see like traditional tags. You just saw like actual st- street art or art out in the wild essentially yeah that's really was, really cool i would like to see was, pictures you should just go um <laughs> yeah there was one tunnel where you'd walk in and then it would look like you're underwater like they painted it with like depth so what? it was darker at the other end of the tunnel and lighter where you were what? and i was like oh dude it was wild i was like am i drunk like <laughs> I, I just got here <laughs> and there was like above me and like around you there was like fish and you go closer and then there would be like jellyfish and things that like had brighter colors like they glow glowed a little bit and then you would get to like the real dark part and then it was like the other side it was crazy that's incredible and i love that i need to see that in person you're absolutely right you're absolutely right so uh starting to go fund me to send me over to bavaria <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad if you go in the cold months yeah that's true that's true that is true well, I, uh, it is about that time. Um, do you have? Do you want to add anything before we uh, before we wrap up? I would like to take more dope photos this year. That's a good goal. I should do the same. Well, we can hold each other accountable. Like okay, we did with the meditation. We can just do like a thirty day thing, maybe. Maybe like one one photo a month that we're like super pleased with. Maybe that. I can see that. Maybe I can that. See that. More to come. Stay tuned. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, thank you guys for listening. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Crap happens. I'm human. But mm. you can find us on pretty much every platform now, Spotify, YouTube, all that jazz. And we put out episodes every single Wednesday. Um, follow us on Twitter if you have any topic suggestions. And we will see you next week. All righty. Thank you, guys. Bye, dude. Bye.